Yo, people of the world, it's me, Phil Fan, the Brit Geek, with Drew. Hey, everybody. Yeah, I just want to say before we start, um, I want to apologise for last week's podcast. We tried to set up to do this once a week, but I was extremely busy last week. I didn't manage to do it, so we're making up for it this week, and this will be our third ever podcast. Yeah, (laughs) nice one, Drew. Yeah, he said it for me. Um, so today, what we're going to talk about, Drew? We're going to talk about the Lego um, Aston Martin. Yeah, DB5 10262. And we're going to talk about the Lego pop-up book. 21315, the new Lego idea set pop-up book. Yeah, that's very different sets, aren't they? But first, I think what we should talk about is your new build, your latest build. I built one myself, and I was so pleased with it. And uh, go on, tell us more, Drew. At the minute, I am building Assembly Square, which is 10255, and it is 4,002 pieces. Ah, you see, that's a great set. To me, that's one of my favourites. It's definitely the best, most detailed modular building it's one of the half base plates. We were saying it's quite big as well. I mean, wide. It's wide as well as tall, isn't it? Yeah, I've had it for a while, but until now, I haven't had the space to build it. So now I can build it and get it out on display. Yeah, nice. You've got your Lego room set up now, haven't you, Drew? It's on its way. Wicked. I've got to say, though, um, the assembly square was a very nice touch. I think not only the size of it made it impressive, but there's a few features inside it that were really good. The cake shop, I don't know, I don't know whether you're up to that bit, yeah, but the cake shop's fantastic. Had some old garage doors. I don't know whether you remember them. Do you remember the old yeah, garage? Yeah, I can see them on the box. Yeah, they used them on the the roof of the Grand Emporium, I think, as well. I'm gonna look at the some Grand Emporium the... now that you said it. Me too. I'm getting up. I'm looking. It's definitely on the roof of one of them. Yeah, you're wrong. It's not the Grand Emporium. It's the Town Hall. Ah, the Town Hall, yeah. There you go. Yeah, i just seen it on the top of my Town Hall there. Nice. like that feature. It makes them look a bit old-worldly, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. like that. Looks, looks like it's got a lot of figures in it as well. A lot of minifigures. Yeah, loads. Ballerina in there. Got rock... Sales guy, cafe shop dude who uh, works in the coffee shop down at the bottom. I love yeah, that. The... Loads of little pies and features in there. Really good, man. I love that. Great building. Great build. It's not even. It's not that it's a hard build. I don't think it's a hard build. There's a lot of little bits in it, but it's just a nice, breezy. You just go through it, no trouble. You know what I mean? You don't really go back and look at anything. You. Know? Right, straight off. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, well, I'm still on um, bag one at the minute, so I've got a long way to go. Yeah, you have got a long way to go. Your <laughs> bags are inside. Have you got a bag count? Uh, I haven't got a bag count. There's It goes up to six, but I don't know how many bags are in there. I don't know if it shows you in the front. No, it doesn't. Put them in there. There's a lot in there, yeah. That's how you want it, though. When you're building a modular building, they are getting better and better, that modular building. That was 10-year anniversary um, for the modular buildings, and it has inside it, which was a 10-year anniversary title 
the cafe corner. I love that. I think that's a really nice touch. It's definitely one for the adult collectors, 100,000%. Yeah. Don't you agree? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's got a little guitar in it, a little saxophone as well. Oh, yeah, that's the um, music shop. There's a ballerina place in there. A little flat. I don't, I really, I said I didn't want to spoil it to you, but when, when you talk about it and I think about I'm looking at it now, oh, wow, that was really something. I don't think it's, I think, how much, I think £159 or something. Uh, I can't remember. It might have been a bit more than that. I'm not sure, but if you certainly get a lot of pieces for that. And it's a massive box as well. It's got them big white boxes inside it as well, hasn't it? So you know when you're pulling out them big white boxes that have inside it, you know it's a big set. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I can think of two sets like that. You know you're into it. Nice, Bill. I love that, Bill. Really cool. Oh, here we go. Let's talk about 21315 Aston Martin 10262. Which 21315 is a pop up book. It's just come out. It's a Lego idea set. What do you think of it? I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Straight <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah, you just get it out there, Drew. No, no, uh, no pulling any punches. Nice one. No, yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah, well, why? Come on, get, tell me why. And then I'll tell you why I am a fan. I think it's, I think it's blocky. It is, well, it is a book. Books are blocky, and it is Lego. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not, it's not very playable. It's yeah. Not, I don't think it's even very displayable. Well, you see, that's why I think you're right. I do think the display ability of the set is quite low. I mean, you can't really, it's hard to put on the side, isn't it? And yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, go on, anything else? Yeah. I mean, there's two scenes you can do it, you can build with it, isn't there? And yeah. Once you've got one, you've just you're just left with a pile of bricks that you didn't know where to put them. Well, you see that there's there is a couple of design flaws. Well, I wouldn't say design flaws. Maybe they've maybe I've done it purposely. But I don't think it takes away from the actual. I was going to say the feel of the set. I don't think that's such a bad thing. Firstly, there's two, as you said, there's two um, scenes in there. There's the Jack and the Beanstalk and. The Little Red Riding Hood. Now, Little Red Riding Hood was pretty cool. The figures are much better than the actual set. I like the pink little teacup and the that was much better than because when I was building, I was thinking to myself, "No, I'm not. I'm not feeling this now." It's 859 pieces. I'm thinking to myself, "I'm not really feeling this first set. The figures are nice, but I don't know. Not amazing. Not unbelievable as I, as I was expecting it to be." And he say, "I could see that the problem was where am I going to display it." But then when you get onto the Jack and the Beanstalk one, you get your little micro figure Jack. It's awesome. What a class. Classic. I really, really like it. It's a classic story, obviously, but great, great feature when you open the pop-up book and the actual whole thing rises, the Beanstalk goes to the top and you've got the little windmill. That's quite nice. I liked it. But there is a couple of problems. And I say, but I do like the set. Problem being, though, I like the printed tiles as well. There's no stickers, which is a good point. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. The figures are nice, but once you build the sets, as you say, you're not left with a load of bricks. You can build it and put it on the side. Keep seeing, then you can attach them quite easily to the book. So you can change the scenes. I've seen people make other scenes for it as well. 
So that's that's definitely the point of it. But as I was saying, the problem is that there's nowhere to put everything once you finish. So if you wanted to close it up, as you said, you can't put both scenes in there. I don't know whether Lego have done that on purpose, but you can't put both scenes in there and you can't put all the figures in there at the same time. Yeah. I do like the I do like the minifigures that are in it. I like the um wolf one, the red riding hood figures. That would that's probably the only thing that would make me want to buy it, I think. What the um yeah, the thing they are nice figures though. Um, I've got it here in front of me actually. I'm just gonna just take a little canvas at it. They are nice. Yeah, I I like it though. I think I think you should give it a better chance. I think it's a good set. I think you should give it more of a chance. I mean it's sixty pounds, so $69.99 in the US. $69.99 in the US. So it's not highly priced for 859 pieces, I don't think. No, I suppose not. For, you know, nearly a thousand pieces. I don't think it's as good as shipping a bottle. No. no. no what do you think? Definitely not. Yeah, shipping a bottle, no. Um, is way better. In my opinion... Um, it's more of a display piece. It's just a way cooler design. And I've always loved shipping the bottles. They're just awesome, aren't they? Yeah, I think, like you say, maybe they'll make people, you know, make up some new builds and put different things inside the book like the bottle did. Yeah, um, definitely. Well, I think that's what they are doing anyway. I think maybe Lego should think about bringing out some extra scenes for it and bring it out in a pack. Or you could even make your own scenes even better, couldn't you? Yeah, that might. It's not a bad idea. Extra chapters, maybe. Yeah, or maybe just completely different, like, um, let me think of one. The Ugly Duckling is a good one. Mm. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? As a pop-up book, there's loads of them. I really like the set, though. Um, I think there's a couple of design flaws. I don't know, as I say, sorry, I shouldn't say design flaws. I don't think they are design flaws. I think it might have been done on purpose. Who knows? But it's definitely not up there as the ship in the bottle was, as I said just a minute ago. I think it could have been thought out a little bit better. They could have thought, right, well, we need to put everything back into the book when they finish with it, and they didn't do that, which was my biggest letdown for that set. But other than that, not badly priced, nice set. So let's talk about the Aston Martin DB5 10262. It's a huge set. I think it's 1,200 pieces. James Bond Aston Martin. What do you think of this one, Drew? I don't like this one either. <laughs> <laughs> We're not having much luck tonight, are we? Come on. No. How? How? Are, you not are you not a James Bond fan? I'm not a big enough James Bond fan to want. James Bond Lego. I liked, you know, I like James Bond a bit, I suppose. I'm not a massive fan of James Bond. You must have loved the Wet Nelly, the Lotus. It was a Lotus Esprit, the submarine. We were talking about it before, actually. James Bond had the best gadgets. He, he did have some good gadgets. He didn't have as many good gadgets as Condor Man. That's what Condor Man had the best gadgets. So I need to re- I need to think about this. Just one second. You're trying to tell me that James Bond isn't as good as Condor Man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's a bit of a statement that drew. You see, I was thinking about old films and the old James Bond films. I used to love them. They were absolutely awesome. Roger Moore was my favourite. 
to be honest. It was it was the eighties, seven late seventies, eighties James Bond. Well, I think he was right quite until the late eighties. I think he was like eighty eight. And then Timothy Dalton took over. They did um, A View to a Kill or something, I think it was. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Did one of them films anyway. And it was just, oh, I don't know. It went a bit rubbish after that. And then James Bond was revived by Pierce Brosnan. Golden Eye, that was good. But I've got to say, I do like Daniel Craig, James Bond. Do you not like him? Do you not think they're good films? I, yeah, I do. I do like the film. They're all right to watch, but... I think I'm just not a big fan of of the character James Bond. So you think Condor Man's better? Definitely, yeah. I mean, where do you go? You can't go wrong, can you? Well, I think them films are definitely left in the back of your mind as a fuzzy memory. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, uh, I don't know when you rewatch them sort of films. And you think, oh my sweet lord, is that, did I really like this? But I shouldn't say that because some films really hold the weight, don't they? You know, I've definitely stood the test of time. And I can think of one right now, Gremlins. Yeah, Gremlins. I mean, I'm never going to watch Condor Man again because it's never going to be as good as I imagine it is. You see, now I'm going to go and watch Condor Man tonight. I'm going to give you a full report of Condor Man. I'm going to let you know what I think about it. And then um, you can watch one of the James Bond films and then we'll, we'll give each other feedback. Yeah, do you think? Which James Is... Bond film should I fit? Should I watch the Timothy oh, Dalton say... one? No way! You don't want to you only watch Roger Moore or um, Sean Connery. The other ones weren't as good. Well, actually, as I said, Daniel Craig was all right. He was definitely a lot better. He was a lot more brutal. I don't know. They were going for that fast action camera, raw. You know, he wasn't dressed up in suits all the time. And he's a bit more incognito. <laughs> well, really, you know, James Bond isn't very incognito, is he? Really, considering no. he's meant to be a spy. He tells everyone what his name is at every possible opportunity. I know. And the baddies do monologue quite quite badly. I mean, they go on for quite some time. That's all part of the fun. It's awesome. James Bond was classic. And this DB5 Lego set was great testament to the old James Bond film. Sean Connery, James Bond, the original, and the original car as well. So, I don't know. I love that DB5, me. I think it's fantastic. I had it on the shelf. I built it first. I was humming an R in. You get the license plate with it, the license to kill. Kill. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that. Yeah, license to build. That was James Bond's statement, wasn't it? So, yeah, you get the license to build plaque with it, which is a sales gimmick. Well, it definitely was a sales gimmick. But I think overall build was cool. Excellent. Really good build. Mm. And after sitting on my shelf, for a couple of months, I've been looking at it, and the more I look at it, the more I really like it. And it's grown on me that much. I love it. It's a great set. Yeah, really maybe good. with time, I'll get to you know, I'll get over the fact that I think they built it up. You know, there's going to be a big, massive Lego announcement, and maybe I was expecting something a bit better than the car. I don't know. I don't really know what I was expecting. Maybe I was expecting a new line of Lego James Bond. Like, you know, like Lego agents, but James Bond. You see, this is what I was hoping for, and I'm glad you said that as well. You see, great minds, because I was thinking the same thing. Why didn't they bring something out like that? Mm, licensing fee, probably. Like, I mean, it's, it's a really easy thing to do. It's a great idea. If we had a series of agents or an agent that went with the cars, 
I think that would be uh, much more marketable. So you can have reference, you can look at the vehicles and you can look at the figures, if you get what I mean. And you can say, oh, yeah, that was a great film, but that was awesome or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe in time I will, I will you know, get to love it. I mean, when the um, I think VW, VW camper van came out, I didn't like that either. And uh, I bought it now and I like it now. I think what happens with it, um, with that set, specifically the James Bond car, People say no, it's not, but it's not curvy because the original DB5 is very cur- curvy, isn't it? It's like a curvy vehicle. Yeah, and it just. But so these people are completely wrong, in my opinion. Is it's definitely a lot more curvier than what people give it credit for, and it has some amazing features. You know, See, really- I, I think I think people are more upset that it doesn't really look like the DB5. I mean, if you look at the Lego Ideas Caterham, that. You know, that's a really good example of how you can make a Lego Ideas look like the car. And I think yeah. that the Aston Martin just just hasn't quite got it. It's not quite as good as it should be. Well, you know what, Drew? Just like these other people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. Is that what you're no. going to say? No, 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 no. You are wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have to tell you, no, all jokes aside. It's, it's actually... you. I, I don't know. I think it does look like a DB. It definitely looks like a DB5. 100,000%. It looks like a DB5 that's been crashed a lot into walls. You think so? <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't want it now. So, unfortunately, in my opinion, I just don't think that these people are right. I think it is quite curvy. I don't think it's as flat and as linear as everyone makes out it is. It definitely doesn't look it to me. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. I just don't think it's as good a representation of the uh, real car as the Caterham Super 7 was in the, the Lego Ideas Caterham. That's a much better interpretation. That's a nice, nice, nice vehicle. I haven't actually got that. That's the only one that I need. Um, yeah, nice. That is nice. And it did look good. Yeah, but I don't know. I think, I think, I think it, is, it does look like a DB5. I'm going to take some pictures for you afterwards. I'm going to show you them. I'm going to try and change your mind. Because I, so, I think... It, I just think it's awesome. It definitely goes with all. I've got all the what except the catering on the on the um, on my shelf. So I've got the bus, I've got the camper van, the F forty, the two Beatles, the mini, and I don't know. I think it goes well with them. I really yeah. do. I I like it. I really like. I like the ejector seat as well. Got, well, I'm prepared to have my opinion changed. But, you know. Well, you see, it's like. Do you not? Did you not? I think at one point, I'm sure you said to me at one point that um, the van, the camper van, you didn't like that, did you? I didn't like it, no. When it first came out, I thought, uh, no, nah, I don't want that. And, uh, and, then, and then I bought it. And then but it, was, it. <laughs> it was a long time afterwards I bought it. Yeah, but you bought it, you built it, and then you changed it. You thought, oh, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know. So... That's the same thing with me. See, I bought, I owned, I did own an R for initially about the DB5 and I had it on my side. And, and the more I looked at it, I thought, nah, it's all right, this. And then I was just messing with it a bit, opening the boot, opening, you know, opening the guns. The machine guns flip out of the front, which is really cool. It's got like a very old, the old computer that it had. Really cool. Love it. And then I thought, no, it's really nice. But overall shape, I think people are very wrong about it. It's not. It might not be as curvy as the proper DB5, but I think it's a good representation. And I don't think Lego have let the side down with that one. Sorry no. to say. 
Okay. I definitely think you should go and get it. I don't know whether you get the license to kill plates anymore. Right. License to build, you mean? Build. Yeah, I keep on saying license to kill because I'm thinking about James Bond. And obviously, license to kill, license to build. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, DB5. So if, Drew, you had a choice, you had £129 or £60, but the money didn't matter. It was irrelevant, the money. You went into the shop, yeah, and there was the Lego book on the side, and there was the Lego DB5 on the side. Which one would you choose? It would be a tricky decision. It would have to be the one which I dislike the least. Which is that? <laughs> I think it would have to be the Aston Martin, because I think it, I just think it's a bit more displayable than the book. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's definitely more displayable. Not as displayable as the ship in a bottle, which is my favourite. I can't yeah. say enough, really. I've said that loads of times, but the build was very intricate on that. Very fiddly little bits and hard to stick together. And actually putting the ship in the bottle, I don't think there's any room between the sails and the actual top of the transparent glass bits. Yeah, yeah. I did love the ship in the bottle. Yeah, so... If you haven't got a ship in a bottle, I'd definitely recommend getting that first. And then maybe you can look at the book. But DB5 for me, if I had to choose one of them, I really did like the book. But the DB5's really cool. Definitely. If there was no choice of price and it didn't matter what I was going for, I was just going into the shop with a clear mind, I think definitely I would have to go for that DB5. Just being an asshole, you know what I mean? And being a James Bond fan, but that's not underestimating the power of the book. The book's very good. I really did like it, especially the um, Jack and the Beanstalk build and the micro Jack figure was very cool. And it was good how it opened, but lack of place to put anything, you know, the sets back in was a bit of a disappointment. Yeah, I mean, I do like the um, Red Riding Hood minifigures, the little pyjama wolves, the little grandma figure. Yeah, I quite like that. I like the grandma figure as well. She's good. The figures were very good in that set, to be honest. Jack was a bit, I mean, um, the giant, should I say, was a bit weak, really. I don't know. He just, he looks very generic. He, let me just get him. One sec. I don't know. I like the contrast between the size and what they've done to, you know, Jack and the giant. But I think. So is the giant minifigure size and then Jack microfigure? Is that the way they're working? Is it? Yeah, Jack is minifigure size and the giant... I'm sorry, Jack is microfigure size and the giant is minifigure size. I don't know. I'm not really into the... Oh, actually, I've never turned it on the back. It's got pretty nice... It's got a couple of Lego heads, skulls, that are printed on, the, on his back with a couple of barrels to make him look bigger. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to put the golden duck in there as well. I only just noticed that, actually, I take it back. It's a very cool figure. <laughs> Your picture of it, that was wrong. I didn't analyse it properly. And it isn't actually as generic as I thought it was. It's got the duck in there. It's, it's very nice, actually. Take that back. I like the set. But, as I say, if I had to choose one of them. Well, they're very different sets, though, aren't they? I mean, you can't really choose, can you? One's a, one's a book. Yeah, they're massively different. They are massively different. 
but definitely. Any any plans of any buys soon? What any anything that you've seen that you like? Well, I'm holding out to hopefully get a Diagon Alley free set. So when that comes up in the shop, I'm just going to buy whatever it takes to get that. I think. How many Harry Potter sets? I haven't got. I haven't got any actually. You haven't got any Harry Potter sets. Any no. of the new. I haven't got any of the new ones. No, I'm. I want to get the big, the big Hogwarts castle, but uh, it's a lot of money. Yes, do you mean the six thousand piece one? Yes, indeed. Yeah. So oh, maybe, maybe that'll be what I buy to get the uh, free, the free gift set. A lot of micro figures in it, though. Yeah, I quite, I quite, I think the micro figures work on a set like that because. You're not really playing with them. It's more, you're just displaying it. Yeah, definitely. It's for scale, isn't it, as well? So you can actually see it's that's the size of the figure in comparison to the size of the set, which is good. I like the set, you know. Good set. Right, we're nearly up to our 30 minutes. It's been an awesome episode this week. Have you enjoyed yourself, Drew? I have, yeah. Indeed, greatly. Yeah, that's, that's cool. We will be back next week, hopefully. Um, don't forget, me and Drew will be starting Lego World's live stream shortly. You can tune into the Twitch Brick Geeks channel. I'll put a link up. Or you can actually, we'll, I think we're going to stream it in the Facebook group as well and probably on Instagram. Yeah, so you can catch me and Drew streaming Lego World's on a Sunday, a Friday and a Sunday evening, hopefully. And uh, we'll be back again next week with another awesome episode. Have an awesome week, Brick Geeks. See you soon. See you later.